there is a secret hope in the book of Revelation. Today, we're going to dig into that very book to expose it and find out how we can apply it to our lives today so that as we see Revelation unfold, we have the comfort of knowing that Yahweh is Shalom. Let's get into it. Welcome to My Bible Works. In this tribe, we believe in exploring the Word of God as divine expression. We believe the way of Yeshua embodying the fullness of Yahweh. In gratitude of the love we are given, we focus on things above. We read scripture as treasure, both ancient and mystic. Join me and let's explore the deeper meaning of scripture hidden in plain sight. And consider subscribing for more. And welcome back. My name is Jacob Cooker, and welcome to My Bible Works. Now, today we're going to be diving in and talking about a secret revelation of hope, or Yahweh Shalom, the Lord is peace. And we're going to get into this and look into the book of Revelation. If you missed the episode yesterday about the mark of the beast, I highly recommend you go back and watch it. I'll link it right up here uh, below as well as above here. Uh, as above, so below, right? So, uh, But anyway, we're getting into it today. I'm excited to be here. I've got just an awesome, awesome episode for you. Uh, my voice is still on the mend from being ill. Uh, but I want to remind you, if you want to dive more in with us in this community, you can go over to www.mybible.works and find the biblical frameworks for everyone right over there. This is like the coolest social media platform you've ever seen. It's all about Bible study. It's an online communal Bible study. And that's exactly why we created My Bible Works. And there's a reason we call it My Bible Works because my Bible works because I put it to work every day. The Bible does nothing just sitting on the shelf, but my Bible works because I pick it up I read it and I apply it to my life. You can do the same thing too. And if you're if you're here as a part of this community watching today, that's what we're all about is the biblical frameworks that are right here in this book that we can just pull out and start applying and put them to work every single day. So welcome. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It is going to be fantastic. Let's dive right in. Starting out, if you just YouTube or Google, <clears throat> pardon me, anything to do with the book of revelation you're going to get about a thousand videos on the first page that are all confusing uh all kinds of different opinions uh none of them really make sense together uh you can really confuse yourself quickly so i hope that what we're doing here today um, is really important for you and then i hope that um, we all start to think together and separately, that we start to formulate our own opinions and that God speaks to us individually uh, because he's going to tell me different things that he tells you. Now, we should all be in agreement together at the end of the day on the core issues here. However, God does speak to all of us differently. So that's one thing that we have freedom here within this community. Diving right in, something right off the bat, a little interesting find I like to start out with every single day. Um, we've got the 666 in the background, but to contrast that, coming from that 666, and, and I guess the number 13 here, we did another lesson on the gematria and the numbers, but to contrast that, I wanted to expose the alpha and the omega, 
the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. So in contrast, we talked about this, this mark of the beast yesterday um, and like what is that? And we talked about really what is the end game for that. So to contrast that, the alpha and the omega, the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet and the title of Christ and God in the book of Revelation. That's from Wikipedia, but uh, we want to start with that today because everything that I'm going to share during this session, I don't call these lessons, these are sessions. We do this together, we learn together, we grow together as a community. So all of that is going to build on that idea of Alpha and Omega. The hidden biblical laws of overflow, if you've been here before, say them with me. I am the image of Yahweh. I am working for his kingdom. I am a servant of all people I meet. I am a disciple of the way of Yeshua. Say those every single day. I promise your life will start to change. I promise you'll see yourself differently. And I know that you will start to pick up your Bible and read it differently if you start to believe and say and affirm these I am affirmations directly from the Bible. Starting with our core scripture today as we get into the text. Revelation 1 from the Tree of Life version. Yeshua's revelation to John. Chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Yeshua, the Messiah, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testified to the word of God and to the testimony of Yeshua the Messiah to everything he saw. Now right there I want to just share a little good news here. Uh, we, we always, it seems like when we talk about Revelation we think of this doom and gloom and that's where we want to just share this kind of hidden or secret uh, message of peace that runs through this book uh, and once you see it you can't unsee it uh, if you've ever read revelation and you think oh that's a little weird it's a little scary i'm a christian i'm a believer but i don't know what this means i don't even know how to apply that to my life right now should i be looking at all this stuff uh, should i just trust god what do i do and this is the perfect place to start so in that verse right there, the revelation of Yeshua, the Messiah, right there comforting, right there comforting. Which God gave him to show his servants the things that must soon take place. So God gave this revelation to Yeshua, the Messiah. He, and God gave him to show his servants the things that must soon take place. So this is a revelation that is the revelation of Yeshua, the Messiah. And it is given to John to share with us. So right there, that's exciting. And I misquoted that a minute ago. It was not given to Yeshua. It was uh, the revelation of Yeshua, the Messiah, given to John. So right there, that's comforting to me. That's, that's just such a comforting place to start. Um, and I'm already seeing the peace formulate out of this. So this is to give to us, the servants of Christ, to show us the things that must, they must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John. So right away, he's gone before us. He's preparing a way. He's showing us what must take place to accomplish his end game. Verse two, who testified to the word of God 
to the testimony of Yeshua the Messiah to everything he saw. So we're getting the full counsel here. We're getting everything that John saw. And that's what we're getting into. And that's why this is comforting. That's why there's peace in this. Because he didn't hold back. He didn't sugarcoat it for us. He didn't lay things underneath so that they sounded a little bit better. He just put it out there. It's everything he saw. And to me, that's comforting because it's truth. That's comforting because uh, there's a peace in knowing that we're being told the truth. Verse 3, how fortunate is the one who reads the words of this prophecy and those who hear and keep what has been written in it for the time is near. I can't tell you, and that's why this one's kind of called out as a single verse here. How fortunate is the one who reads the words of this prophecy. We are doing that right now. We are fortunate, guys. We are fortunate to read the words of this prophecy. And to those who hear and keep what has been written in it, for the time is near. And I think there's a peace in that, that we are fortunate to read the words of this prophecy to hear and keep what is written in it. So we can focus on that, focus on that, rather than the doom and gloom or the things that may scare us or worry us a little bit. And a lot of times it's not that we're worried about us, we're worried about friends and family. And so we know right away that we're hearing what must take place. This is given for us to see what must take place. And then we're fortunate for reading it and that we're getting the full counsel of John in this. So there's a huge piece for me in knowing all of that. Verse 4, John to the Messiah's seven communities in Asia. And I like how that frames it there because we often hear seven churches and you think about these buildings. These are seven communities. These are communal, worshiping. These are the following the way. You've got to think back then they weren't called Christians. Uh, they, they eventually started using that term, but they were called, they were just following the way. They were followers of the way. And so these are communities that have been set up. And here we go. He says, grace to you and shalom from him who is and who was and is to come, as well as from the seven spirits who are before his throne. So right away there, we hear that John is, he's greeting the communities with peace, with shalom. And if you've heard my study on Shalom before, uh, Shalom is more than just a peace. It is like this divine peace. It is um, a gift from God. And I highly recommend you, you look up the word Shalom because you can really read a lot on Shalom. It is an imparting upon of peace. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, so grace to you and Shalom from him who is and who was and who is to come. And right there, remember I just talked about the Alpha and the Omega. Who was, who is, and who is to come. The first letter and the last. We also have a greeting here. This is not just from John, but from the seven spirits who are before God's throne. So this is very interesting. We have seven spirits greeting the communities, the seven communities. So we see that there's a correlation between the communities and the spirits and the greeting here. Uh, all of this ties together. And if you didn't catch the, the lesson or the session yesterday, 
go check it out because I teach at the very end of that how to read the book of Revelation in five different ways. And it's fantastic and it'll change the way you read the book. So go back and check that out if you have not heard that one yet. Verse five, and from Messiah Yeshua, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. I love that, the firstborn of the dead. We get to come after him and be reborn from the dead. The ruler of the kings of the earth, all of our presidents, all of our leaders, he's the ruler of them, whether they serve him or not. He is the ruler of our earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, Kohanim, or priests to his God and Father. He's made us a kingdom and priests to God and his Father. To God, his Father. What a beautiful, beautiful thing. To him be the glory and the power forever. Amen. Verse 7. Here's where it gets really interesting, guys. Look. He is coming with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth shall mourn because of him. Yes, amen. And if you're watching here on YouTube, you can see the background here is this massive city. It's like a space city, spaceship type thing. And I want you to think forward a little bit into Revelation about the new Jerusalem coming down out of the sky. He's rebuilding creation with his reality, with all of his glory, with all of his creatures and technologies and energies and everything that he has at his disposal. And imagine that, that that booming coming out of the clouds, descending upon us. Look, he's coming with the clouds. Every eye shall see him, even those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth shall mourn because of him. Yes, amen. So why mourn? Why would we mourn if there's shalom here, if there's peace here? Because on that day, when we see that coming down upon all of us, will there not be reason to mourn? to realize the glory that we've never realized before, that all of our worship has fallen short, all of our efforts, all of our praises, everything we've built as it crumbles before us to see that glory coming with the clouds. And I find that beautiful. Look, he is coming with the clouds. Verse eight, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says Adonai Elohim who is and who was and who is to come the Almighty now I want to break that down the Alpha the beginning the first letter the very first letter ever written and the last letter ever written he is the beginning of reality and the end of it And guys, we have access through the blood of Christ to tap into that very beginning and end and everything in between 
that God is, that Adonai Elohim is, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. No other God has ever said anything like this. I don't know any other mythology, any other God of the Old Testament. We hear about all these other gods that they were worshiping. None of them ever made this claim. They all wanted glory. They all wanted to be uh, paid attention to and even worshiped. But I don't remember any of them saying that they are the Almighty and that they are the past, the present, the future, the beginning, the end. They are everything. What God is really saying here is, I am everything. And if there's not shalom, if there's not peace in that, I don't know what there is peace in. Verse 9, I, John, your brother and fellow partaker with you in the tribulation and kingdom and patient endurance that are in Yeshua was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Yeshua. And this video in the background is actually the Isle of Patmos in Greece. There's a lot of buildings on it now. Uh, I'm sure there were some settlements there at the time, uh, but certainly nothing like this. You can even see cruise ships in the background. But he was exiled there, most likely because of the persecution of Christians. And so you have to imagine he probably had a lot of time alone in the wilderness here. You can see it's quite an expansive island here, but um, I'm sure he had some, some really good time to think, really good time to be out in the wilderness and to receive this revelation. And so I think there's one thing that we could be called to here is to get away, get away from the home, the city, get into nature, get into a private space, to receive the revelation. And if you're reading through Revelation with us right now, reflecting on it out in nature is one of the best things we can do to really receive from God that full revelation. And so John is saying here that he's a fellow partaker with us in the tribulation and kingdom and patient endurance that are in Yeshua, that are in Christ. So we get to share all of that we're not alone. And to me, there's peace in that. We're sharing with people thousands of years ago. We're sharing with people now. We're sharing with people who are being born now. So where is your island? Where can you go to receive the word of God and the testimony of Yeshua? We can read it. We should put our Bibles to work every day. But sometimes we need to go to our island and digest it and let God speak to us. Verse 10, I was in the Ruach on the day of the Lord. I love this, the Ruach, the wind, the breath, the fire of God on the day of the Lord. And I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, write what you see in a scroll and send it to the Messiah's seven communities, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. And knowing that he did this, that he heeded that voice like a trumpet. We know that this is stirred on, this is pushed by the heavenly host. This is pushed by the Ruach of God. He's in the Spirit. He's moved by the Spirit. 
What does a wind do? It moves us forward. If you live anywhere near where I do out here in West Texas, that wind can literally move you. And the Ruach of God, the wind of God, the fire of God is no different. It moves us in a direction. And when we hear that voice like a trumpet, can we say yes, just like he did? Every day when I do these videos, it gets harder and harder. It seems like there's always a reason for me not to do these. Yet I'm still pushed on by the Spirit of God. I still hear that voice saying, you can do it. Go write it down. Go hit record. Go do it. Now, I'm certainly not saying I'm anywhere on the lines of John here. Definitely not what I'm saying. But I'm saying we all have our call. We all have our voice like a trumpet. We all have our experience with the Ruach of God. And where is he pushing us? What is he asking us to do? What communities is he asking us to witness to? The reference material for today comes from Job 22:21 in the ESV. Agree with God and be at peace. Therefore, God will come to you. There's so much peace in this one, I don't know where to start. To me, this ties up so much of what we're going through in Revelation right now. We don't have to like it. We don't have to be comfortable with it, and we don't have to understand it, but we can agree with God. We can be at peace, and therefore God will come to us. Absolutely beautiful. I think that's one of the biggest things we can do as we go through Revelation is just make the choice to agree with God and be at peace and let God come to us. He pursues us anyway. Sometimes we chase so hard and we try to find him under every rock rather than just saying, Father, I agree with you. I put myself at peace. I release all my anxiety and fear to you and I ask you to come to me. The second piece of reference material comes from Romans 16:20. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. That is comforting. That's a flash forward into, into our future here. We, we're we're going to see so many amazing things happen as we go through Revelation. And I, I love that in Romans here, it talks about crushing Satan under our feet. And what is Revelation about other than God crushing Satan, smudging out evil, passing judgment as only he can, as only he sees fit, that is just, that is swift, and bringing together a new reality with his people. Personal takeaway. As I read through this, I really thought about it, and I put this gold Bible cover in the background here with a cross because I just thought, what gold are we going through right now? We are going through something together that most churches won't even touch here. And we're doing that as a community, guys. Thank you for being here. I love you all. The book of Revelation is a book of restoration, peace, and salvation. So as I read through this... I just tried to read it with new eyes. And as we apply that framework that we had yesterday of the five different ways to read Revelation, 
that idea of restoration, peace, shalom, salvation, just really bubbles to the surface. So when we read it through the love of Christ, it changes from doom and gloom to a rebuilding of our reality. God is rolling up creation and re-rolling out the 2.0 version. He's rolling out a new one. And we get to benefit from it, guys. We get to, to serve at his feet for the rest of eternity and see things that we never thought. Spiritual, the energy, the spiritual technologies, the, the angelic beings, everything that we don't have a clue about that's all out here around us in this vast, vast universe. And I love that idea of a rebuilt reality. This is not just rebuilding a city or two. This is a new reality that we get to exist in with new bodies, glorified bodies that are worthy of being around these angelic beings. We get to be a part of all of that. And the actionable steps as we finish this out tonight, this is the framework that you can put in your pocket, take with you as you go through this first chapter with me. We started in some later chapters to really introduce the idea of revelation. Now we're just going to be moving through it chapter by chapter, verse by verse. So I hope you are ready. I hope you buckle up. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing with this. I'm just a guy who loves the Bible, guys. And I hope you do too. And I hope we discover some amazing things together. Uncovering peace in our lives through revelation. Number one, rebuilding is good and necessary to repair brokenness. So these are things we can write on our heart. We can write in our diaries. If you're journaling along with me, it's one of the best things we can do is as we read this, write these down with me. Write down those affirmations that we say every time, every beginning of every episode, and write down these actionable steps and write down your own takeaway. Number two, we are a part of a cosmic narrative and should look for peace. Number three, as our Holy Father, your way looks to restore his people to glory. So God looks to restore his people to glory. He's not looking to destroy us, guys. He's looking to restore us. Number four, our friends and family may not understand, but we retain hope. So as we discuss this with friends and family, they may go, oh, that sounds like an angry God. Why would he do that? But we retain this hope because we've already had some of these things happen just in chapter one, showing the authority of this document, that it must happen, that it's for us, that it was sent to the seven communities. That John put everything into it that he saw. And I love that. So not everybody has to understand it, but we can retain hope in it. Number five, there is no fear in the Lord. He will guide us through the events. I want to remind you, if you enjoyed that episode, jump on over to www.mybible.works. You can grab all of our other episodes over there, get all the show notes, start your own group over there, your own Bible study, drop your own content for the rest of the community, and just genuinely go over there and communicate as a communal Bible study over at www 
www.mybible.works. And if you love this ministry as much as I do, the main way that we retain doing this ministry and pay for the platform that we've we've created and uh, allow me to keep doing these videos every single day is through our monthly partners and through the sales of our books and um, our affiliate links as well that are in the description. So you can become a monthly partner at mybible.works slash all dash courses. And if you've ever wondered what your gift is for the kingdom of God and to serve others and to serve your families, your communities, I highly recommend checking out my book, God Given Gifts of Brilliance. I wrote that in 2020 when I was so down and I did not know what God wanted me to do. And through this, he revealed a framework that helped me rebuild myself, helped him rebuild me to understand the gifts that I have and how I can best serve him. In fact, this ministry came out of that. And by supporting this ministry, you're going to get the digital book. You're going to get the book study workshop, which has, I think, over 100 videos now of me actually teaching the material. Plus, I read the book to you in video form. Uh, plus, I give supplemental material on it. Uh, you'll also get other workshops as they're announced. You don't have to buy workshops from us. That is not how we work here. It's just a simple monthly membership. It's less than a Netflix subscription. Uh, and it's the best way that we can keep going here at this ministry. So um, anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Don't forget to go open your Bible because it works when you say my Bible works. Say it with me. My Bible works. I love you all. I hope you've had a beautiful evening with me. Thank you for joining me. Um, hopefully my voice will get stronger as we go. Still been up and down from this illness. So continue to pray for me and my family as we get well and heal and continue in this ministry. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful evening. Peace. Hey, My Bible Works Tribe, I hope you enjoyed that video. If you did, be sure and give it a big thumbs up and leave a comment down below with what you thought of it. Also, if you want to join us in a virtual campfire chat, jump on over to mybible.works. It's completely free, and you can join a safe and open Bible study discussion with our global community.